0: Hello, this week's episode of the Jason Kavnis Experience is from a few years ago when I was with my good friend, Alisa Butler Pierce Podcast, the Business Infrastructure Podcast. Hope you enjoy it.
1: This is the Jason Kavnis Experience hosted by Jason Kavnis. Join Jason as he talks to small business owners and startup founders and other interesting people as we gain great insights about business, people, leadership, HR, and how each guest strives to be great every day. Hello and welcome to the Business Infrastructure Curing Back Office Blues show. I'm your hostess, Alicia Butler-Pierre, and I'm joined today by Jason Kavnis. Jason is a retired U.S. Army officer who served for 25 years to include eight years as an enlisted member. He is currently the CEO and founder of Cabness HR, where he delivers HR to U.S. companies with less than 50 employees while transforming the U.S. HR consulting industry. Jason also hosts the Cabness HR podcast, where he talks to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startups, and HR. He's very involved in the Seattle-Tacoma-Washington startup community, And his personal motto is, be great every day. He does his best to add value, help to solve problems daily, and to help others become better. He has a master's in human relations from the University of Oklahoma and is SPHR certified. Today, Jason is going to share with us how he used automation to deliver an employee handbook to a small business with less than 49 employees. So, Jason... Can't wait to get into this conversation and figure out exactly how you do what you do. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much for having me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Great. How how are you today?
0: I'm doing good.
1: Awesome. I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Jason. I'm a little little under the weather, um, but I'm here and I'm I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, so let's let's just jump right into it. First, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do at, at your company, Cavness HR?
0: Yeah, so um, I'll give you a little background on how I came this part. So a few years ago, I was retiring from the Army. And, you know, when you charge from the Army, they tell you, know, do the LinkedIn thing, find a job. So I was linked to make a connections, and this guy reached out to me. and He said, Jason, I have a startup called Myonfold, and we want to help um, college students, college graduates and veterans find jobs using skill tests. Can you tell me how the Army is going to help you find a job? I was like, yeah, but what the blank is a startup? I had no clue what a startup was at all. Like, what is what is a startup you speak about, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> so just, exactly. So, we had, so I had this meeting and I asked him, well, you've never talked about HR. Why is that? He said, well, you know, most startups, they worry about minimal viable product, MVP, product market fit. We don't have time for HR. So, a light bulb went off my head. I said, well, you know, I'm trying to you know, get new job skills and learn, you know, how to work outside the military let me set up your HR department for you and let's learn how to do other things. He said, well, let me think about it. But me being mean, I started going to reading, started making products, so I pretty much hired myself. An interesting side note, the person who did our marketing for us, the person who did our design for us, both went to high school. My daughter was in Korea, so that was interesting. You know, the um, dynamic right there it was really good. So I like to say I did everything except for code and design. I was doing, like, doing networking, recruiting, I got involved like, a lot of startups, a lot of small business, a lot, a lot of recruiting. No one had HR at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, of course, everyone thinks you know, everyone has HR. But usually it's like Amazon and Microsoft, but small companies really don't. And of course, like most startups, we didn't make it. But the idea was always in my head. So I started to do some research and you know, started validating my, my idea. According to the Small Business Administration and the J. Kaiser Coffin Foundation, there's over 5 million small businesses in the United States with 49 or less employees. Most of them don't have HR. Hmm. And according to Dun & Bradstreet, I think it was last year, because bad HR, small businesses lost $27 billion. That's because, you know, either paying people too much, not paying them enough. Wow. Compliance issues, challenges. And to break it down even further, if you're doing the math based on the number of, amount of money lost, a number of, of employees in small business, each each small business loses an average of $10,000 an employee because of bad HR. So you have 10 employees, that's $100,000 a year you're losing because of bad HR. Hmm. And so you would say from that. In, in HR, there's what I call the old HR and the new HR. Old HR, you know, there's always a, we call it administrative, like answers always know, they never help you out. Or the new HR, you always try to find a new way to do things. And so the reason most HR, most small business owners and startup have, don't have HR because of the cost. Like a, a consultant will charge you for $150 or $500 an hour just to advise you. They won't do anything for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then a lot of HR people, they're not, they behind the town, so to speak. They're not really not into automation. And, you know, they're more like, most consultants will go to your place of business and spend four hours there putting your employee handbook together. You know, it's like, why do they got to be there for four hours? You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. So at Kevin and Sarah, we're trying to, like, automate the process, so to speak. And also, most consultants, they have, like, a template for an employee handbook or HR policies where, one size fit all. And you know, there's so many different businesses out there. Everything yes. is different, you know? Yes. So that's what we're trying to do.
1: So Jason, when you say HR, can you state specifically what you're talking about? Or are you talking about the different things that go along with human resources, like employee policies? And uh, I'm just thinking, you know, onboarding, interviewing, recruiting, terminating. Are you talking about all of these different processes? Or what, what exactly do you mean when you say HR?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Because some people don't realize how expensive HR is. Like one time I was trying to, I was talking to a potential customer and they wanted me to just do recruiting for them. I don't do, really do recruiting yet. Well, you don't do HR? Well, yes, I do. You know, there's recruiting, there's benefits, there's payroll, there's consulting. There's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's so much. So so at Cavs HR, what we do right now, we do um, HR compliance. We can provide you an employee handbook, HR policies. And one thing I learned, most people don't know, your, your HR policies and handbooks are going to be different depending on your location. Like here in the state of Washington, there's a set of HR laws for Seattle, one for Tacoma, and another one for the rest of the state. So each location has different laws based on you know different criteria because you got to follow your federal, state, and city. And then the policies, and then we'll do the job descriptions for you, and then provide responsive HR advice. This one, one thing we're walking through right now, we don't, we don't know if we're like do is like some kind of like a Slack channel for each customer, or maybe um. Messaging service is basically a thing where you call or email us and we provide you an answer within a quick amount of time so have your challenges. Adam's going to do later on, we are going to get into recruiting and then um, we're going to have a, like a leadership culture program and a diversity inclusion program also for our customers moving on, moving forward. But right now we're just focusing on the, on the basics and the Seattle-Tacoma area.
1: Okay. Now, speaking of employee policies and developing employee handbooks for these, these small businesses. Can you share with us an example of how you are able to deliver an employee handbook using automation?
0: Yes. So based how it works, you can use like, so on the, on the platform we use a, a customer signs up, we send them a questionnaire with 10 questions and basic questions are, how many days off you gonna give employees? Are you giving paid holidays off? Are you gonna give them off for jury duty? Like employee handbooks, it's really like eighty five percent. You can't really can't change. You only change a small part. So you send those ten questions. Basically, via the internet, they answer the questions, and the code automatically changes everything for them. Mm. And then, and also we ask them, to you know, like give a welcome message or so something like, welcome to Joe Bob's pool Hall. You know. We would like to, you know, working we with the team, you know, something like encouraging and bringing culture, because most people don't realize handbooks are really more for culture and your values versus compliance, in my in my point of view.
1: Ah, uh, can you say that again?
0: Y- yes, my point of view, culture. And a lot of people think handbooks are for like compliance and rules, but from my point of view, they're more for like uh, letting your people know the culture and value you want to have in your, in your company, so we can be on the same page. Mm,
1: great point. So so, is it that you when you're working with a particular small business, and I'm assuming these are companies that are growing and they they're looking to staff up yes, yes and and that's when because as I was listening to you when you were saying you know that when you were giving these very alarming statistics about the you know how many startups or small businesses just don't have good h r in place um you know the thought that kept going through my mind and what we really focus on here on this podcast is about okay what happens when your company starts growing really quickly and then you you recognize that you have to hire more people well as you hire more people they would need a service like this to actually have these employee handbooks in place and have the job descriptions in place and and be able to articulate what company policies are. So when you're working with a company and they realize they're at that point where they need to hire more people, do you? How long does it take to fill out this questionnaire? Typically,
0: well, oh, that's a good question. Like being an HR person, I can do it instantly, but I'm learning most small business owners take a while because. They, not that they have difficulty, but they're just struggling with it sometimes. Like something simple to me, be like, "What holidays are you well off? Well, what holidays do I want to give off?" You know, there's there's a lot of give and take, so to speak. So that's taking longer long and actually I thought it would be to be honest with you. Hmm. Like something like a, like for my company, if someone has jury duty, I'm still gonna pay them. Other companies, if they pay some other the hour, are they really gonna want to pay somebody for jury duty or voting? Are they going to, you know, those, those kind of things? So, those are those questions are definitely taking longer for some people to answer that and then I anticipated, to be honest with you.
1: And if we could kind of, and I guess this is, that's where your consulting expertise comes into place, right? Yes, yes. Yes, to kind of help them talk through those things. So, like okay,
0: walking, I, yeah, yeah, like talking to the pros and cons. You know, if you do this, this might happen. If you don't do it, this might happen.
1: Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So, if we could Tie this into business infrastructure, which is for those who are listening to this show for the first time. Business infrastructure is really just a system for how you link your people, processes, and your tools and technologies, like what Jason is describing, to ensure that your company continues growing in a profitable and sustainable way. So, looking at the example that Jason is sharing, you know, the technology is definitely there. This automated tool that you have for creating employee handbooks in a relatively, with a relatively quick turnaround. So in terms of processes, Jason, are there certain processes that come into play that, that these small businesses should, maybe if they don't have them documented, but that should at least be thinking through as they prepare for their employee handbook?
0: Yes, I mean, yes, they should be. I mean, a, a lot of small business owners, they always take the HR something you can do later on. I mean, it can be to an extent, but the sooner you take care of it, the better. Because cause one item, like, uh, for, we're talking about job descriptions. Most small business owners don't have job descriptions, but when they start hiring, h- how can you tell your people what you want them to do if you don't even have the job scripts written down?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> and, for, and for your employee handbooks, it, uh, it, it's, you know, it's all the basics in there. And people will say, well, everyone should know what we're doing. Well how about a new person? They don't know what to do. Right. How do you, how do you put all that in there? And talking about when the company grows, I'm I'm sure you know this, most of all business owners, one, they have one person like the office manager, the office manager would be the marketing person, the HR person, they'll Mm -hmm. go get the coffee person.
1: Right. (laughs) Wearing several hats.
0: Yes. And then they're trying to do all these full time jobs and it's it's not working.
1: Yeah. That, that is definitely the, the case, especially with the startup. And then, As as entrepreneurs, we have to recognize, understand, and appreciate the fact that as we hire people, they want to do that one particular thing that they're very good at and and not necessarily sweep the floors and, and get coffee for people and also do the job that they were originally hired to do. So. I think for for many of us, I think it can be difficult to make that mental shift that not everybody else that works for us is going to have the same mindset necessarily as us as, you know, us as the entrepreneur slash business owner. Yes. So what lessons have you learned as a result of working with all of these different clients and helping them create? their employee handbooks. So you've already shared such such great <laughs> information. Again, I'm still kind of thinking about those different stats that you ran through. But are, is there one lesson in particular, or maybe a couple of lessons that you've learned as a result of doing this work so far?
0: Well, one lesson I've learned is like, so I'm, I'm not like a tech expert, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tech savvy. I kind of know what's going on. I can get by. There's some, some people out there just are not tech savvy at all like some people out there don't know what Google Drive is, they don't know what Dropbox is, they have no clue how to work with hmm. a computer. And so you still got to try to work with these people to use, bring the technology to them, make it make it as user-friendly as you can, you know. Because like suppose you're, um, for a prime example, construction industry. Most people construction industry, they've been there like 30, 40 years. They've used the same system. And so it's kind of hard to bring the technology to them if that makes any sense. So you got to really try to, Teach them a different way how it's going to make the company better and make the process better. And there's a lot of a lot of companies out there like that because because like here in the Seattle, a lot of people who think we're like we're you know we're tech savvy. Yeah, know, that's.
1: I'm li- I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm yeah. literally sitting over here with my mouth wide open. Like, what do you mean, Jason? They don't know what yeah. Dropbox is. You're yeah. in Seattle. Um, you're on the yeah. West Coast, not yeah. too far from Silicon Valley. Yeah, how is that possible? <laughs>
0: it is. Yeah, I mean. A lot of people I can take, this thing. oh, everyone has an iPhone or everyone does this, everyone knows, but, you know, there's people like construction industries, for for example, probably the restaurant industry, there's certain industries out there, manufacturing, who still do things the same way year after year.
1: Wow,
0: that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, so I had to walk through that too. I thought, oh, everybody would just type this stuff in and be done. And, for example, so, of course, you you have to qualify your customer right. There's a there's a, a organization I belong to here, a networking organization. There's like 300 people in this organization. Half of them didn't have a website. A third wow. of them still had a third of them still had an AOL email.
1: No way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I was like, man, we probably don't need to reach out to them because they're probably not going to be a customer. But it's it's a lot of people out there because. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, tech is good, but it's not as, you know, influential in all of America as we like to think of it as, you know.
1: That is so interesting. Because I, I guess because I'm, I'm just thinking when I even, even, even if it's just to get my oil changed, everything is electronic when I get to the, the, the dealership. And I, I notice the technicians, they're all walking around with iPads and tablets. And so I, I'm just... Wow. That is really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'd like for you to also share some advice that you may have for those listening who might be in a position that you've already described where they're at a point where they need to seriously start investing in their HR policies and, and handbooks and getting some of these key things in place. So, Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I'd love to hear what your advice is for people in those situations. Do you currently have more business than you can handle? Do you need to hire more people but don't have processes documented to train them? Behind the facade, How to Structure Company Operations for Sustainable Success is a book that explains, step by step, how to create business infrastructure in your company so that you can hire the right people to do the right things in the right working conditions. It's the world's first book ever written about business infrastructure exclusively for small businesses. Visit BehindTheFacadeBook.com to get your copy today. That's BehindTheFacadeBook.com and we are back with Jason Kavnis Jason, before the break, you were telling us how you were able to use all of the elements of business infrastructure, technology, processes, and people to create this system for solving this problem of creating employee handbooks in fast-growing small companies. What advice do you have for those of us who may be experiencing something very similar in our companies?
0: So uh, first I would say you have to be open to um, new things. A lot of people say, you know, it's always been done this way. I'm not going to improve. Well, everything can be improved. You you should always be looking at new things. Even if you think your system is the best ever, like you had the same system for 10 years, always does what you want. What's the harm of going once a year and looking at competition of that system? Mm. You know, find a a new way to do things. There's, There's always something new out there. There's always a new app there's always, just so many things out that improve your business and make it more automated and take those manual things off your plate. Because all these manual things are taking up your brain space, so to speak. Free that brain space up to focus on the things you really need to focus on, like building a product, focus on your customer, and making your company the company you wanted to be instead of spending 80% of your time on what I like to call ankle-biter items.
1: <laughs> I I... I... Actually, have something else that I'd like to get your thoughts on. So, in the line of work that I do, I create operations manuals for these small, same small businesses, really um, that you're talking about. And a lot of times, there's confusion between an employee handbook slash manual and an operations manual. And what I always tell people is that your employee handbook or manual is really about the company policies. Whereas your operations manual is about, okay, how do you do things in this company? How to do X? Uh, You know, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about that. Do you ever run into that also where people are maybe kind of confused the two and they may be expecting you to get more into some of their day-to-day operational processes?
0: Yes. And I I agree completely with your definition. But I've had so many people tell tell me, what's the operational part of my HR a handbook at, and I have to explain Mm -hmm. to them it should be two separate things like you said one deals with people and one deal to me deals with the product you're building your company they're two separate things I agree completely with your definition but a lot of people do get it confused
1: yeah well hopefully between the two of us alone and our respective podcasts we can help (laughs) change that (laughs) now Jason before we wrap up I, I can tell you're already incredibly knowledgeable about what you do would you mind sharing some of the resources that you rely on to make things like this happen? Are there certain books that you can recommend or, you know, I know you have your own podcast. Any resources that you can share would be really helpful.
0: So I've been doing this startup thing like two years. So I've learned that you lose a lot of tools and not enough time to talk about right now. But I'll send all the links so you can put them in the show notes. But some of them I'm, over big, I'm real big on social media. And so there's a scheduling tool called SmartIQ where I go the first time a month and put my schedule my my uh, social media for a whole month, my my Facebook, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. On, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, well, not on LinkedIn, but on um Instagram, as most people know, you can only put you can only put one link in your bio. Mm. But there's a tool called Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E.
1: Okay. It's,
0: it's six dollars a month. Well, it's actually free. But if you want to take off the branding and do more stuff with it, $6 a month, which means really nothing, and you have unlimited links. Like on my Instagram, I have my podcast buy on there, my um, oh, wow. blog. I have like 10, 10 links on there, and it's, and it's unlimited. So that's a wow. good one. Um, Slack, I use for internal messaging. Then I use Asana for my program management. I mean, I mean, there's so many tools out there. I mean, you just have to go out there and experiment. Just,
1: yeah, Slack is great, especially, you know, as an internal communications tool. Yes. And I could see, you know, you were talking about construction companies as an example. I could totally see construction companies leveraging Slack to give very quick updates and communications around a particular project that they're working on.
0: Yes, but I mean, just hmm. as you know, there's so many tools out there. You just gotta yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta experiment. You gotta look around, and even if you think you have the best tool, like so what's the harm of going once a year and looking at a competition? Maybe maybe you get a better price on your on your on your, on your service. Maybe something can change.
1: Hmm. Well, this this has been really great information. And who knew that you could automate an employee handbook? I think that is absolutely genius especially. so I, I,
0: mm-hmm. I do want to add one more thing so I know just for me and like regular company so if you have a regular hr song and they do a handbook for you let's say they charge you 500 dollars that one handbook and before they do it for you in april and let's say october shit comes in some of the changes they're going to charge you a totally new handbook where for us for the same price any updates to your handbook it, you automatically get the handbook and you get like a message saying hey this handbook's updated. Get want to sign it again. So that'd be included in the cost. So everything's like updated, automatic all year long for the same mm-hmm. price.
1: Is there a name for your tool? This this technology that you've
0: developed? Uh, no, the tool is nothing new. Nothing we do is rocket scientists. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing magical about it. It's nothing groundbreaking or you know NASA worthy. It's just old technology. to Be honest with you.
1: Okay, but but the the true value is in the knowledge that you that you add to the use of that technology. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, got it. So, how can people get in touch with you if they are listening and they definitely want, you know, to take advantage of this opportunity to automate their employee handbook?
0: So uh, we've done a good job of being on social media. So either Jason Cabinets or Cabinets HR on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Snapchat, Instagram, I'm I'm like I have like two or three pages on Google, so it's, it's pretty easy to get get a hold of me.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been awesome.
0: No, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. You do some great things yourself.
1: Thank you so much. Well, now I want to talk to you. The person listening to this right now is your company growing fast, and you need a reliable way to quickly create an employee handbook. Here's a recap of how Jason did exactly that for one of his clients. Actually, this is what he's in the business of doing. Remember, handbooks are more about the culture versus the compliance. So with his tool, he's able to ask you 10 very specific questions. And based on your answer, he can quickly automate and produce an employee handbook custom made just for your small business. And the reason he's able to turn that around so quickly is because, as he mentioned, 85% of the information that goes in your handbook are things that legally you can't change. Is that right, Jason?
0: Yes, that's correct. From
1: a legal standpoint. And speaking of, of legal compliance, he also made a really great point that if you have multiple locations or if you're doing business in multiple locations, you definitely have to take into account the differences in city, state, and federal law as you put together your employee handbook. Make sure you go back and listen to this episode. I recommend downloading it. Go back and listen to the very beginning where Jason was kind of running down all of those stats from Dun & Bradstreet as well as the SBA. Very alarming rates. And if there is a way that you can save your company money as a result of having, quote unquote, good HR, definitely do that make sure you reach out to Jason and his company, Cavness HR. He can be reached at Jason Cavness. That's Jason J like Jason, A S O N like Nancy Cavness. That's C A V like Victor N like Nancy E S S or Cavness HR. He's on pretty much every social platform out there that exists. So that includes LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, you name it, he's probably uh, on there. So definitely make sure you reach out to him. We will have links to all of the information that Jason has shared with us in the show notes at businessinfrastructure.tv. You'll also be able to subscribe to the show as well as, again, make sure you download the episode for future reference. And while you're there, don't forget to let us know your feedback. Again, you can do all of this at businessinfrastructure. TV. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, stay focused, be encouraged. This entrepreneurial journey is a marathon and not a sprint. Until the next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jason Kavnis Experience. Be sure to connect with us across social media at Kavnis HR. Thank you and remember to be great every day. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up.